1: It's Big Blue Banter, the answer to all your Giants matters From run game to coaching to Bob Shepard's timbre Hosted by Dan Schneier, analysis on fire A Giants fan since day one, now preaching to the choir Joined by Nick Filato, breakdowns with bravado Passing you the facts like he passes on gelato From just outside New York a couple football dorks. A killer podcast when Dan says receiver corpse. They do the play-by-play, dropping almost every day. These experts know the X and O's just like Danny O'Shea. They do the review of the All-22, dissecting every throw. O.C.U. Minoru lit up in Venora when he was a guest on the show. So there you have it. A podcast for Giants fans who are rabid. Who can't wait for Sundays. The NFC East the Fantasy League standards. We'll see you back here. It's Big Blue
2: Banter. All right. Welcome back. This is Big Blue Banter. We're changing things up. We're doing Giants in 10+. plus. We're calling them Giants and 10-ish. We don't have a name yet for it, but this will be a segment we run more than, you know, a few times a week where we're going to break down key topics, 30,000-foot view topics that need to be discussed about the team. We're going to take some of this time to break down plays that we'll put on the YouTube page. Everything will go on YouTube, but also on the podcast feed. So today what we're discussing is... What should the Giants do at wide receiver when, when all of their bodies are healthy? Assuming health with Darius Slayton and Sterling Shepard. So how do the Giants maximize this wide receiver core? How do they maximize this offense? How do they maximize their personnel? Because we're going to put everything into here, not just the receivers, but the 11 guys they have on the field, not including the running back, the offensive lineman, and the quarterback, Nick. So where do you begin? After seeing what we saw this week, Giants throwing for 400, Giants moving the ball against a really good defense, tossing it around the yard. Once they got down, once they put in Tony, once they put in Ross, people who threaten the defense with speed and electricity after the catch. I feel a certain way now. I want to hear your take first, though.
1: I feel like the Giants have to be incredibly smart, obviously, with with how they're going to employ these receivers. But how do you do that exactly, right? Because you have Sterling Shepard who a lot of people aren't talking about right now because he's out with the injury, but Sterling Shepard does add a different dynamic to this offense and the rapport he has with Daniel Jones is obvious when they are on the field together. But at that same time, man, the the specific skill sets that Kadarius Tony and John Ross offer the New York Giants can really kind of help I feel like unlock this Jason Garrett offense that's a little bit stagnant because you can just trust them to win their one-on-one matchups because of their speed or their ridiculous change of direction in Kadarius Toney's case so I want to see more snaps for them but somebody's gonna have to suffer and I think that somebody it's gonna have to be Darius Slayton Darius Slayton I don't feel like he adds anything specific to this offense he's a solid NFL receiver as I said on the last podcast I believe all of that is true but I think what John Ross can do from a field stretching standpoint, and from a pure speed standpoint, and what Kadarius Tony more specifically can do from a change of direction, electrifying, whatever you want to quantify however you want to quantify it. I think those two add more to the offense than a Darius Slayton. So I think Darius Slayton's snaps should suffer a little bit, which is unfortunate for him because he's a solid receiver. But I don't believe he has the type of upside as John Ross and more specifically, Kadarius Tony.
2: Yeah, and I'll start with Tony at this point. Tony should not come off the field very often for the Giants. If they want to maximize this offense moving forward, Tony has to be on the field. And this is nothing new to anyone who listens to our podcast. Nick, this offseason, I talked about it, and you agreed. We had a whole discussion on it. This offense, to be maximized, should run through Galladay, Barkley, and Tony. Galladay, Barkley, and Tony. That's how you maximize the offense. You make the defense have to force, you know, force their eyes to go in one direction there. It's not going to be easy when you're accounting for Tony and Barkley consistently in motion. And that's something the Giants did a good job of this game, putting Tony in motion before the snap, after snap, putting Barkley in motion before the snap and after snap, keep doing that. Put them both in motion, have them going different directions, have them going in places that force the defense to account for them. And then you have Galladay, who can do a lot of different things as we saw in this game. And, That's my first step. My second step is, yeah, I want John Ross on the field more often because you saw it in this game. There were specific plays where John Ross's speed. And again, If you're going to have John Ross on the field, it's not just about what he can do as a receiver. It's about what he can do from a spacing standpoint. It's about what he can do uh, with regards to how the safeties have to play the Giants. When you take that shot, and that's something you'll have to do, by the way, Nick. I think that the Giants should take a minimum of one deep shot to John Ross every single game, early in the game, in the first half, preferably the first quarter, just so you give that defense, like, listen— We're willing to take this shot. It's first down. We'll come out of that. You know, we'll put Jones under center. We'll run play action. We'll have him hit that back foot and rip that ball out there. So you have to respect that. Every single snap he's on the field. The other reason I want Ross in more, man, is because I went through his snaps, every single one of his snaps on film. There's a nice cut up that we have lucky to have this week where we can watch just the specific players. And, he got in and out of his breaks really well. It wasn't just the deep route. It wasn't just the space he created for players like Rudolph on the play we broke down on the previous Giants attempt, or players like Galladay on that deep dig over the middle in the middle of the game. It was also what he did as a receiver. I thought he ran really good routes on both of his other receptions, and there were also some other plays I thought he could have got the ball that he didn't, and he ran a great route on those plays. So for me, at this point, Slayton takes the back seat, and it becomes a situation where, you're running a lot more 11 personnel than you ever ran. You're spreading it out more than you ever spread it out. You're coming up with some looks where there's Tony and Barkley in the backfield to mix things up. You're coming up with some looks where you even run a little Cliff Kingsbury, where you run the four receivers out there, and you get them all on the field minus Slayton. And then, for the most part, I think you can take Ross off the field and mix him in with Shepard. I think that's where it comes down to. I think I'm set on Tony Galladay-Barkley, but the big question is, how does it shake out with Shepard, Slayton, and and uh, Ross and where do you stand there right now? If you had to give percentage, what you would like to see from those three.
1: I think Shepard should play the most snaps still. I think what he adds just from his experience and his ability to create separation in and out of his breaks. I think it's more than what Kadarius, Tony and, and John Ross can add. I would probably go with Sterling Shepard over those two, but that doesn't mean that the other two shouldn't see the field you can split up the snap counts and play them in certain situations and Kadarius Tony, I mean you don't have to use him necessarily as a gadget type of player I don't think he has to be that but I don't think he's ready quite yet to step up and, and, and supersede somebody or usurp maybe I should say somebody like a Sterling Shepard personally but Darius Slayton is definitely a different story Giants football is finally back and there's no need to exhaust yourself searching all over the internet to find New York Giants tickets anymore because TickPick, that's T-I-C-K-P-I-C-K, is the original no-fee ticket site and the only one you'll ever need as your go-to for all NFL tickets. TickPick got rid of all those awful service fees that the other sites charge which lets them guarantee the best prices on all their NFL tickets. Don't believe it? If you can find better prices for the same seats on another ticket site, TickPick will give you 110% of the difference in the purchase price. That's right. You guys ever want to just go and see Saquon Barkley hit a 60-yard run? You know I do. Daniel Jones, Fine Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, Darius Slayton, Deep. Well, if you guys want to see that live, please go and visit TickPick.com com and use the promo code BANTER. That's TickPick.com slash BANTER. To use that today, you can save $10 on your first order of the Giants tickets that you desire. Please check that out. It's TickPick.com slash BANTER.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: And as far as that goes, I'm on the same camp of Sterling Shepard's the better receiver right now. Sterling Shepard's the better route runner. He's the more experienced player. He's a tough player who makes all the catches that are thrown to him. He is the better player. But I think for me, I almost think of it like this. While Shepard is the better player, the Giants' offense may not be at its highest capability when you have just Shepard and Galladay on the field and then two tight ends in Ingram and Rudolph. It changes the way defenses have to play them with those four on the field. There's just simply not enough speed and simply not enough, basically, electricity. I don't know how else to describe what Kadarius Tony brings to this offense and what he threatened those defenses with. And same thing for Ross and how he gets upfield so fast vertically. Now he can get in and out of his breaks and just break down. It's something different that the defense has to account for. And I think that as long as Shepard's mixed in with one of those two, I think you're, you're winning. You're doing a good job. But when you start to bog back down into that two tight end set with Ingram and Rudolph and then just Galladay and Shepard as the only two receivers on the field or even just Galladay and Slayton as the only two receivers on the field, it just doesn't give the same threat to the defense. The safeties don't have to play you the same way that they were playing you with Ross and Tony on the field. And I'll say this, Tony has a long way to go, but some of the routes he ran, the one route that we've been, you know, that's been flashing on Twitter, that route where he just broke the defensive back off the line of scrimmage with his release. That's, that's really good stuff. And even the deep over he ran that he caught, I think an 18 yard catch on it's pretty, it wasn't the greatest route in the world, but it, he was fast enough to get to that spot for Jones to put the ball on him. And so you didn't really lose out much by having him in that situation. So I just feel like it, offers the defense so much more when you have that those two players on the field or at least one of those two
1: yeah i think you have to pick your spots and, and use them in, in a manner to where you're still going to stress the heck out of the defense but i don't think you should bury I on don't, i don't think you think this as well but you should bury someone like sterling shepherd to still believe Definitely he's not. very very valuable and daniel yeah. Jones is lucky this was intercepted this is the play you're <laughs> we referencing in the last yes. the video look at that
2: Whew. This was his one turnover-worthy throw of the game. I am I'm, I'm I have to go back on the film again to make sure it was only this one. There might have been another one that I'm missing or it might have another one or two, but this was the obvious turnover-worthy throw of the play. Of course, it's red zone. He struggled in the red zone with those types of throws. We've seen it now. I think every game he's had one of those in the red zone at this point, all four of the games. But, you know, again, not going to kill him too much. Uh, it's one throw. It's one play in the game. Um, yeah, but I totally am with you. Shepard should still get the most snaps definitely more than Ross that I'm locked in as far as Shepard versus Tony goes for now I'll go Shep man, but I don't know if I'm staying on that camp and I think I can move off of that spot because Tony can do so much, not only from that schematic standpoint and from what it, uh, you know, forces defense, but I'm starting to see flashes of just like really, really, really high upside play from him. uh, You know, as everything as a route runner, as a, as a person after the catch. And even there was a vertical route he ran that wasn't so bad that Jones missed him by maybe a yard or two early in the game. They're going to start to work on that rapport, the timing, the rhythm, and they're going to get better at that as well.
1: I love this play too. Yo, this is what I brought up on the quick reaction podcast. Are the Giants going to run the option off this if Jones wants to hand the football right. off? If this guy bit down the line of scrimmage, he can run an option play with Kadarius. Tine. I think that would be a really interesting little wrinkle. Look to at if he, does,
2: if he does keep that in that spot and runs option, that is a big gain. Look at this. If he keeps this football, and maybe the defense is crashing because he reads that the ball is in the running back's hands, But I don't know, man. It seems like that defense has made that decision already. That defensive end has made that decision already, and Jones can yeah, I mean, just take off with that thing.
1: Now that's that's a really good play by the defensive end right there. And the Saints, the Saints, the entire game were
2: no, you're really right. And there's even an overhang defender coming down on it yeah, anyway. Were that's a really,
1: tough. We're really disciplined this entire game. I was impressed with how disciplined they were like, we are not going to allow Daniel Jones to run that zone read all over us. And in terms of the RPO, the linebackers, man, they were trying to to be disciplined and stay in those throwing windows, but Daniel Jones was really, really decisive. When he saw the linebacker, whether it be DeMario Davis or, or Pete Warner, just bite up a little bit, he would just fire that football in there on the quick slants to Kadarius Toney and Kenny Galladay. I thought Jones was really, really good in that manner on Sunday. All
2: right, let's wrap it up with this. Rank the Giants wide receiver corps in order of... <laughs> corps, again. It's like natural to me. Right? Rank the Giants wide receiver corps in order of snaps that you would like to see now. If they're fully healthy, let's say in week four, five and then it also rank it if they're all assuming they're all fully healthy in week 17 so give me a week five pre, uh preference and a week 17 preference
1: uh, look at the honey hole right here with, with kenny galladay but it had to be a quick throw so for week five i don't think darius slayton and Sterling Shepard they may not be available so sorry
2: that's a bad question assuming they're all healthy as just i'm saying basically yeah. as of right now versus how they're going to progress 12 weeks from now
1: Right now, if they were all healthy, I would go Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Kadarius Toney. Is this snap counts or just skill?
2: Snap. Who you want to see on the field for the most amount of snaps?
1: John Ross and then Darius Slayton. And as for week 12, I think it's going to be the same if everybody's healthy. I don't know if Kadarius Tony will fully take over because he is a raw player, someone as talented and as experienced as Sterling Shepard, because my biggest gripe with Sterling Shepard is something he can't necessarily control, and that's his health and his availability. I think if he is available for 17 games and he's not playing through like a hurt toe or something like that, I think Sterling Shepard could be like a 100-reception type of receiver. I think he has that type of upside. I don't think Darius Tony has that type of upside right now. So I would go Galladay, Shepard, Kadarius Tony, John Rawls, Darius Slayton.
2: Okay, I'd go Galladay, Tony, too. It may not be a reception upside for Tony, but it's just more about what he offers, what the defense is forced to yeah. And also, it's not just that. It's like what he can do with the football after he catches it. That's another thing with Tony, that I think he's going to create plays that aren't there. And so I'm going to go Tony, too. I think that's ideal. Also, for obviously, for Week 17 by then, he'll obviously be less of a raw receiver. And I don't think it's a total coincidence that in the second most difficult matchup for the Giants from a, from a defensive standpoint this season, their offense looked their best by far. With Tony and Ross taking the snaps of Slayton and Shepard. I'm just not saying it's because of that, but I just don't think it's a total coincidence. So I'll go Shepard three. I'll round it out with um, four John Ross, five Darius Slayton, and then six Colin Johnson there. So really good problem for the Giants to have right now at wide receiver. A lot of depth and a lot of talent. Thanks again for tuning in to Big Boom Banter Pod. This is Giants in 10-ish giants in 10 plus we'll figure out a name at some point this will go on youtube and the podcast feed let us know if you like this new format like this new idea idea of breaking down key points talking key topics in 10 minutes or less or it's really going to turn out to be 10 minutes or more because we are both long-winded individuals and so otherwise we'll talk to you soon and we will see you on the all 22 breakdowns